Hey guys, so I don't actually know what I'm uh, even trying to do with this, and I might not even post it, but we're going to uh, see where this goes a little bit here. So, for anyone who doesn't know uh, who I am, my name's John. Um, I'm the guy behind the Yang is How We Beat Trump Twitter handle. Um, so most people that do know me and have met me are usually shocked to find out that I'm not, in fact, like a middle school version of Yang. Um, but anyways, I uh, obviously any of you who follow me on Twitter know that I have a lot of thoughts and um, wanted to, I guess, try this out, see how it sounded. So um, the first thing that I wanted to talk about, and anybody who's been following me knows that this is something that I've been kind of like beating the drum for for a long time. Um, and that is the topic of business cards. And I have always kind of believed in this method of, I guess, like grassroots name recognition raising. Um, and especially because like any, any time we've had, we've seen Yang Gang take a, um, like poll, uh, talking about like introvert or extrovert or, the Myers-Briggs test or whatever, we're always majority I. So like we can kind of face the facts and we are going to have to do actual real canvassing and we know that. Um, and I think that's definitely going to happen. But for many people, it's like we need to give people an option besides door knocking and trying to talk to people face to face because for while we can definitely get a lot of people to do that and we can convince some people to get out of their comfort zone and do that there's just people who just flat out aren't going to do that um so it's nice to have kind of another option for like spreading yang's name in real life in any way that we can and so i've been doing this for months using business cards using post-it notes um and the idea behind this is, again, this idea of, like, planting seeds. And th I, this idea kind of became something that I'm even more into now because I don't know if anyone else watched the um, talk with Kai and Paget yesterday, but Kai talked about how at a math class recently, one of those, like, kind of canvassing classes that the campaign recently started doing, they are trying to get Yang Gang to think of their canvassing efforts as kind of seed planting and not to necessarily be like super uh, focused on or feel pressured to convert right on the spot because the nature of Yang's campaign is that many people either haven't heard of him or they have heard of him and they've barely heard anything about him and they just kind of don't see him as viable. So the idea is that we kind of plant seeds now and eventually once, you know, the ads kick in and once his name recognition goes up and once the voting rolls around and, and hopefully he is seen as kind of a viable candidate, then people will be like, oh, that's, I've, yeah, I've got a business card for that guy, or my friend did mention him to me, or that person, you know, did give me a pamphlet. And then all of a sudden, it's a different thing. So 
the business card thing, I, I can't think of a better way for especially like introverted people to spread his name in real life. Um, and like some of the places that I've left business cards, I mean, you can pretty much leave them anywhere. And ideally you, you give them to a person, of course, if you like actually yank somebody face to face, but you can just, you could spread his name recognition without really even having to talk to anybody. If you're kind of somebody who doesn't like going up to strangers, which is a lot of people. Um, so, I mean, I've left them on top of like public bathroom urinals. Um, I've left them all over airports. I've left them on buses, on trains, um, you know, near like the, like if I'm, if I'm at, you know, a place getting some food or something and near like the drink fill up station, um, you know, you can just leave them there. You can leave them anywhere and somebody's going to see it. And yeah, somebody might just throw it away or whatever, but you know, the numbers would say that somebody is kind of at least having their interest peaked by uh, these cards that people are kind of laying around. Um, and my most recent thing that I've started to do is to actually like use these cards to go to like packed parking lots and slide the card into like the window flap on the driver's side uh, door. And, you know, you could get rid of 400 cards if you uh, go to a big enough parking lot, go to a Walmart, go to a a mall, although ironically, and I tweeted about this, but I went to a mall to try and unload a bunch of cards and um, there was like nobody there. So I thought that was kind of ironic given all the stuff that Yang always talks about with malls closing. Um, but Walmarts are usually still have plenty of cars in the parking lot. Um, and you know, people, most people shopping at Walmart probably, um, would really benefit from an Andrew Yang presidency. So, um, there's a lot of ways to kind of get his name recognition up that I, I wish more people would be doing. And I know that, you know, obviously a lot of people are struggling and um, don't have the money. And of course, that's like the whole reason many of us are so passionate about Andrew Yang is this country needs a massive uh, shift so that less people are struggling. But there are some pretty cheap ways to to get like a lot of business cards that, that will last you months of doing this and getting his name recognition up. And this is for anybody, but like especially if you're in Iowa or if you're in New Hampshire or any of the, you know, early states, um, God, especially Iowa right now, I'll talk more about that in a minute, but, um, you know, you should be, if, if you've got any extra money, this would be such a good way to get his name out there. Um, so anyways, yangprints.com, yangprints.com. That's a really good website. It's got all kinds of different designs that you can choose from, um, that you can then download the design and then go to a number of different websites to order the actual business cards. And probably the cheapest um, business card, uh, I guess, seller that I have found is bizay.com, B-I-Z-A-Y.com. Their prices like have kind of fluctuated a little bit, but they're always pretty cheap. You can get thousands. You can get like 2,000 or 4,000 cards or something for less than 30 bucks. So 
um, that's kind of something that you can look into. And sorry, my dog's going crazy here. Um, yeah, so that, that's a good option. Post-it notes are also a good option. Um, post-it notes are great for like gas stations. Um, you know, like right there at the gas pump, just slap a, uh, a post-it note there. Um, or again, pretty much anywhere that you would have left business cards, a post-it note would work for that too. Um, and the other thing with like this method is to me, um, you know, I like to kind of like, I like to look at this entire election, especially because of how unique Yang's campaign is. Um, I do like to look at it kind of psychologically sometimes. And another thing about me is I teach uh, high school psychology. So I tend to like look at most things kind of through that lens. And when people come upon a like Yang post-it note, you know, if someone's riding the train to work and they come across this random Yang post-it note that somebody clearly left there for a reason, um, there's like, there's something appealing about that. And it's not just about the fact that now they've maybe heard of Andrew Yang, but it's that they're like, geez, this, there must be something about this guy. If there's people that are out there doing this for him, you know, like I, I doubt, I mean, I could be wrong, but I've, I've never seen like a business card or a post-it note or any of this kind of like really interesting grassroots fundraising, uh, grassroots, um, you know, campaigning for really any of the other candidates. And most, I guess what you'd call normal campaigns don't really have people out there doing stuff like this. So that alone, I mean, there's, there's people that are out there, most people, I would say, that are just kind of like, they don't have really much that they're that passionate about. Um, many people have lost hope. I know, that, you know, that's where a lot of us were prior to this campaign. And so just even, even beyond the name recognition stuff, the idea behind it, and I just think like the appeal to people that like, hey, there's some people that must be super excited about this guy if they're you know willing to do this and um i think that is enough to kind of encourage people to look into him and those are all just seeds planted and and maybe nothing happens with some with a lot of them but with it, it i feel like it's worth doing i feel like the return would be enough so um that's my first thought is just kind of like a pitch for the business card idea it's kind of something that i've been um, trying to encourage people to do for a while um, next thing that i wanted to talk about and remind people of is uh, yang week and specifically like the fundraising aspect of yang week and i think there's maybe some confusion um, with a lot of people in terms of like what stage of the planning Yang Week is at currently, and um, George and Raf and um, the people putting Yang Week together, like they're working so hard to do this. So I just everybody should know that that if you're somebody who's signed up or if you're somebody who's donated, um, everybody is like seriously working their ass off to try and make this as as good and beneficial and accommodating um, of a thing as possible. The only thing is, it comes down to funding. 
And obviously, the folks putting Yang Week together don't know exactly yet how much money we're going to be looking at as far as like, you know, what can be paid for and how much people can be helped. Um, and, and one way that you can help that, especially if you are a max donor or if you know anybody who is, there's really no better use of your money if you're a max donor than to um, give it to, to the Humanity Forward Fund. Um, I think that's what it's called. I feel like an idiot if I don't remember what it's called, but I think that's what it's called, the um, organization working with Yang Week. Um, there's a donor that is willing to match every donation up to 100,000. So think about that. If we can pull together enough people to get up to $100,000 in donations, there's a dude who's going to give that exact amount and, and double it right on the spot. So that's if we can make that happen, then all of a sudden um, Yang Week becomes like significantly more impactful. And, um, you know, a lot more Iowans are going to get their doors knocked on if, if Yang Week has that kind of money to work with and, to, you know, for materials, for the opening and closing um, events, um, for possible accommodations, if, if money, um, if, if enough money gets raised, then there's probably people out there that, you know, they'll go if they can be helped financially. And there's, you know, and those people might not just be able to swing it if there's not help. So that is just one of the most, um, I guess, important things that you could use your money on at this point would be um, Yang Week. So that's just one thing I wanted to remind people of. Um, obviously, for the most part, the priority is also on raising money for the actual campaign, especially because we have some goals right now. Um, I don't know exactly where we're at on our $2 million goal, but um, I know the the running joke is Carly. Her emails are always like super, you like feel bad about yourself after you read it. Um, I think she sent one of those tonight, so that must mean that we are kind of lagging behind. But Yang Gang tends to come through in the end. But let's not, um, I guess, let's let's not uh, procrastinate too bad. Let's actually make sure that we get that money in so we're not all sweating um, by the time the deadline comes. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, I guess, let me see, another thing I wanted to talk about was tonight I watched um, Paget's live stream with um, Will, who is the guy in charge of the math pack, and I highly recommend it for anyone who um, didn't see it live. It was really enjoyable, and it was cool to hear Will talk about kind of his experience um, being involved with um, supporting Andrew Yang, especially because his background is more kind of like a, you know, mainstream, uh, like Democrat background, um, where I, di I didn't like, um, I didn't get to listen to the entire thing. So maybe I missed him talk about this more in depth, but it's my understanding that he, he worked basically for the DNC. Um, and he kind of took a risk really. And he even said that a lot of people, a lot of his friends in Washington, DC think he's crazy still for, kind of putting his neck out there and becoming a major, um, you know, supporter of Andrew Yang. 
Um, so that was cool to hear from him. Like there, it's just, it's kind of his passion for Yang is palpable. And so that was really cool to hear him talk about that. Um, but he also gave kind of some interesting thoughts um, that I guess are helpful in some ways for just like your average Yang ganger that is trying to find ways to help. Cause we can kind of like, we, we can figure out what the campaign is super focused on. We can hear what the packs are really focused on. And then we can kind of try to fill in those gaps. Um, and what Will talked about, he kind of admitted, and I've heard other, uh, I, I can't remember when it was, but, oh, it was Yangapalooza. Yang like said, <laughs> this kind of threw me off honestly, but he said during his uh, speech, at, a, at like actual Yangapalooza after Weezer walked off the stage, he was he he said something about finishing like he like said when we finish third in Iowa <laughs> or something like or he said like second or third, but it wasn't first. And then all of us kind of like like obviously we were super fired up about it, so we we just yelled you know no first. Um, but that was just one instance where the campaign has kind of shown us their cards that they. Their, their like goal for Iowa is to finish respectably. Like I think that is something we can all admit at this point. Um, personally, I'm like, fuck that, I want to win it. But uh, Will kind of echoed that sentiment tonight when he was talking to Paget, And he just kind of said flat out, Iowa's going to be very tough to win. And I think it's a matter of demographics, um, the current state of polling, the like absurd amount of resources that uh, Pete Buttigieg has there. Um, so I think the campaign just wants to wants to come out of Iowa being, I guess, seen as viable. Um, but I just, I guess, I'm going to trust these people that are running the campaign. And, you know, I, I guess I don't want to like try and question too many decisions by people that know a lot more than I do. Um, but it just, it seems like they are putting a, a much heavier focus on some of these other states that they have a, a, like, I guess they feel they have a true chance to win, not just finish, uh, like respectably, but to win the state. And I've heard, you know, multiple times from multiple people, New Hampshire mentioned as a state that, uh, we can win. Nevada has been mentioned as a state that we can win California, um, and Will even threw, I can't remember some of the other states, but he, he mentioned Alabama as a state that he thinks we could do well in. Um, so that was interesting. I haven't even really like thought about uh, Yang's current status in Alabama, so who knows. But it just kind of goes to show the campaign and, and these packs and just kind of the higher-ups. They, they have more, probably more data than what's available to us, and they're looking at things probably on a deeper level than uh, what a lot of these polls can show. Um, so I thought that was interesting, but anyways, Will talked about how, you know, they're sending out mailers in New Hampshire. Um, it sounds like there's, there's these mailers are happening kind of on multiple fronts. Like the campaign is sending out official campaign mailers in Iowa. And then it sounds like the PAC is sending mailers in New Hampshire. Um, so that's really good. I like that idea, um, especially because I've seen like a few blue checkies on Twitter um, post about the mailers and say how like comprehensive they are and how it's like the most detailed thing that they've ever seen in terms of 
a, uh, a political like mail folder. So that's a really good sign. Between that and the ads, you have to hope that we're going to see kind of a, a boost pretty soon here, hopefully. Um, but yeah, you could just, you could tell, um, from the way Will was talking that New Hampshire is like a much heavier focus than Iowa, which just makes me feel better about the fact that, um, you know, just kind of grassroots people took it upon themselves to create something like Yang Week, um, to kind of fill in that gap a little bit. And I told somebody on Twitter tonight, um, they asked, like, should they go to Iowa or New Hampshire to canvas if they can get two weeks? And I responded, Iowa, because it's like, we do need to, we, we cannot flop completely in Iowa. And I don't think, I don't, I think the campaign obviously understands that, but it's like, if we can, if the campaign and the PACs, like if, if they unload most of their resources on New Hampshire and Nevada and Super Tuesday states that they feel that we can win, um, it seems like a decent strategy for, many of us, like any just kind of rogue Yang gangers, um, to get their ass to Iowa. And if, if we can move the needle in Iowa without any like campaign help, um, that would be huge. That would be huge. And obviously the campaign's doing a lot of stuff in Iowa too. I'm not trying to say that they're ignoring it, but you can just, you can kind of feel like this growing anxiety overall, um, about Iowa and I kind of got a picture of that. Like for any of you guys who were also at Yangapalooza, um, you saw, and if you went to the Liberty Justice Dinner, you saw like just the ridiculous number of people that Pete had. And, you know, yeah, maybe some of them were getting paid 10 bucks an hour or whatever, but either way, um, the guy has money. He's got, he does have a lot of passionate supporters. Um, and he's got, you know, the resources and, the money and he's got most importantly it's that people believe he's viable and and we are still still fighting that battle um with yang i feel like and that's kind of we're chipping away at it um like the cnn article yesterday was was awesome that was maybe the like the best honestly one of the best in some ways yang articles i've seen um because it it, it laid out why it, it did the opposite of what most of these like mainstream news articles have done. Even ones that are like overall, like 99% really, really good article. And then the last line is like, you know, well, he's not going to win, but uh, you know, he is a great guy and he's an important voice in the race. So that drives all of us crazy. I know. Um, and it, that just kind of like, it just imprints a belief within people that somebody's not viable, and that's really unfortunate that that's happening because we're fighting a crazy uphill battle <laughs> with trying to get this guy elected. It's crazy. Um, not just that he's a political outsider, but just there seems to be like this subtle dismissal of him. Um, and a lot of us recently, like I, you know, and I know Yang Gang is very, for the most part, we stay away from. Um, you know, hardcore identity politics. And that's kind of one of the, I guess, like main things that people believe is humanity first and, um, you know, treat everybody as an individual and all that stuff. But they're like, there seems to be kind of some subtle 
almost there does seem to be a little subtle racism here um and i don't know really how else to describe or explain why yang constantly is treated that way when candidates that he's polling equal to or higher than most notably like my two favorite examples are booker and klobuchar because they've kind of been like in the same polling range for a while of yang and especially in booker's case yang has been higher for months um you would never in a million years see an article written about cory booker that at any point was like you know he's not gonna win but and the question is why like why does why does that happen only to yang um so that i don't know it just doesn't make a ton of sense obviously the msnbc stuff is crazy um I am really like proud of all of us for how much we kind of changed. I don't know about change the narrative, but we we made a difference this week. I thought that was pretty cool when we trended those multiple hashtags, and um, it, that makes news. I mean, so you got to think that that moves the needle a little bit. You know, they see that, and you know, other stations see it too. And it was kind of wild having like Breitbart and. Fox News cover us all over the place, but I don't even care at this point anymore. It's like any any coverage we're going to consider positive, especially when it's shining a light on how crazy uh, corrupt MSNBC is and you guys know all that fun stuff. Um, and it's it's getting ridiculous. I'm starting to feel like, I don't know, It's it's like every time... I'm passionately behind a candidate. They're just constantly getting screwed by <laughs> mainstream media. Like my my first uh, presidential candidate that I ever really cared about was Ron Paul, and I know that he's like obviously ideologically pretty different from Yang, but I'm I'm attracted to candidates that are going to shake things up in um, in any kind of like positive way and. For Ron Paul, it was, you know, bring the troops home and spend that money, you know, elsewhere. Um, for for Bernie Sanders in 2016, who I supported, um, obviously, Bernie's still somebody who would shake things up. Um, he's a guy that I still respect a lot. But, um, yeah, th- it's just, it's crazy to me that these candidates that are such game changers and... Um, you know, people who would just be such positive, such a positive force, you know, especially Yang. I've never been, you know, I, I, I loved Ron Paul, supported Bernie, um, but I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have driven to Iowa for, for those guys. Um, I wouldn't be putting in, wouldn't have put in the amount of time that I've put into this campaign for, for them. So I'm all in for, uh, Yang, obviously, but that kind of brings me, uh, I guess, to my next point. I was going to talk about the fact that Thanksgiving's coming up, and I just wanted to encourage everybody to, um, you know, don't be afraid, I guess, to, like, I, it sounds silly to give people, like, a rallying call for this, but don't be afraid to bring them up. And the the cool thing about Yang is that, like, there will be opportunities. Like, 
because we are all so like rabid and passionate about this guy, we've watched all his speeches, we know his policies, um, there's always an opportunity, always an opportunity. Um, so, you know, someone at dinner mentions stores closing. Oh, well, guess who's talking about that? You know, somebody at dinner mentions, um, you know, another opiate death that happened in their town. Oh, well, you know, there is this guy who talks quite a bit about that. Um, you know, your, your younger cousin talks about the fact that she hates school and she doesn't feel like she's learning anything. Oh, well, guess who's trying to change the entire incentive structure in our education system, you know? So just look for those opportunities to, to bring him up when you can. Um, and if you, like, people are looking for this kind of thing. Um, just think about how you were before you heard about Yang or most of us, I would say, we were just kind of like fed up with the whole thing. Um, I know that's where I was. I, I was actually, you know, like I said, even though I, I supported Bernie pretty strongly in 2016, I was even getting, I was like over him a little bit. Even before I discovered Yang in February, I was kind of like, eh, he's not, you know, because at some point, you know, once Trump won, that like changed the game completely. Um, and, and my biggest like focus and obsession up until I discovered Yang was who's going to like fix the divide in the country, um, even beyond policy and beyond the fact that I am, you know, like on most issues, pretty progressive. Um, I, you know, all this, and, and it still does turn me off, but all the other democratic candidates, when they just kind of like go after Trump or, um, you know, they, they don't like, they don't say anything to really uplift people, um, except Yang, obviously. So, um, people are looking for that kind of thing, you know, whether they realize it or not. Um, I, I do feel like when people have that opportunity, or at least this has been my experience when they get that opportunity to give their pitch for Yang, um, it lands a lot of the time. It lands a lot of the time, especially if they can see how much you care about it. Um, if, if you're kind of like demonstrating how fired up you are about Yang and how much hope he gives you, um, that's what people see and that's what people will take away. And that alone will be enough for people to go check this guy out. That's just the way it works. Um, Yang's post... Liberty Justice Dinner speech at the um, after party that he gave us in Iowa. That was one of like the big themes of his talk. He was he was talking about how you know a, a bumper sticker or a yard sign or a conversation, um, you know those things mean more than like an advertisement um, because it's it's somebody you know if, if your neighbor who you kind of respect their opinions or. You, you know, you like them as a friend and you see that they've got a yard sign up for something like you're going to notice that. Um, so people listen to people is what Yang was kind of talking about that night. And I think Thanksgiving is like the perfect opportunity to try and at least bring him up. And I am I know it's just one day, but I'm like, I'm, I'm hopeful about it because I just don't see, you know, there might there, there's a few candidates with more supporters than we currently have, but like passion per supporter, I don't think anyone's even in the ballpark of what the Yang gang has. 
Um, so if you're at a Thanksgiving dinner and it's, you know, there's you and then there's a Pete supporter there and a Warren supporter there, um, you know, you're, you're probably the only one that's like (laughs) showing up to that dinner with like hopes that you're going to get to talk about your candidate. So do it. Um, and, and we can, we can move the needle on one day because we're all going to be in, uh, an uncommon situation, which is sitting down to eat with you know, many people that maybe we only see once a year or twice a year. And, um, you know, and for many of us, those conversations are going to happen naturally because someone's going to like make a comment about how often you've been posting about them on Facebook or whatever. But, um, those conversations I feel like are going to be great on Thanksgiving. And I just hope if you're somebody who maybe doesn't speak up too much, you know, have, don't be, I guess, like ashamed of, your support for this guy. Um, we've got not much time to, to get more people on board with this. So, you know, do your best to, to kind of get his name out there with the people that um, are closest to you. Because again, like I said, I think people will listen more than you might think. And I, I know that a lot of us have like, you know, like still rabid Trump supporting uncles and all. And I know there's some people that just aren't going to be won over, but um, I think there's a lot of people out there that still can be. So I think Thursday is a super good opportunity for that. Um, let's see. So Kimmel is going to be aired in, I think, like an hour maybe. And I am seeing a rumor that um, Kimmel apparently told Yang to his face that he doesn't think he's going to win. Um, I'm going to wait until I watch the clip before I get all pissed off, but, um, that would be really terrible. I hope that that's not the case, or I hope that Yang, as he often does, managed to turn it into a positive, um, or I hope they cut it out completely because that's 2 million viewers that shouldn't be hearing an influential person say that this guy has no chance. That would really, that'd be pretty shitty. So I hope that that didn't happen, um, we will see. But with all of that said, I am going to go settle in and get ready to watch Kimmel. So we'll see if I actually upload this. If I do, um, thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye.